and welcome to the first edition of Tuscan Tuscan Talk Talk Radio. Radio. My name's Ashley. And my name's Luna. And we decided to do a... to to join the vast number of people doing Star Wars podcasts. To join forces. To join forces. Oh, yeah. Always two there are, a master and apprentice. I think we're both the master and both the apprentice, though. Yeah, in varying different ways. In various different ways. Um... (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh, we decided to to join the ranks and and do a Star Wars podcast. I think partly, I think there's a few reasons why I want to do this. Um, partly because I've kind of never had anybody who's lived reasonably near to me, and saying that is reasonably, but like not in a different a town in England, sensible travel distance. Yeah, not like yeah, exactly. Um, who uh, has liked star wars and been as sort of uh, enthusiastic yeah on the same Nerdy. sort of knowledge level yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um as i have uh what about you uh yeah no that's that's very true actually mine's very similar even my friends live miles and miles away in in british terms or, you know, because realistically we are just a blip. In a tiny country. We are a tiny country. Um, and, yeah, like, most of the people I know who are sci-fi fantasy nerds or sci-fi nerds, it comes back to the age-old debate of Star Wars or Star Trek. Mm. And, yeah, I, I like some Star Trek. It's okay, but it's not Star Wars. And everyone else loves Star Trek, which yeah. is fair enough. But I think that's because... I grew up with Star Wars and I think they just started watching Star Trek on BBC Two like we all did at half past six in the late 90s. You you say that. Like, when I was a kid, I didn't really... Star Trek didn't really do it for me. Um, uh, I didn't really watch it on BBC Two. I um, My dad always liked it. And my dad liked Star Wars and he got me into Star Wars. But uh, I kind of thought it was lame until, dare I say it, the J.J. Abrams... <laughs> I'm gonna get so yeah. much hate. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was episodic. Uh, I'm gonna get hate now. B movie, mm-hmm. beautiful trash. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I used to watch it because you know it was it was cartoons, um, and then you know it was Star Trek or Farscape, which is a classic sci-fi. Farscape. I, I liked Farscape I, a lot more. Talon is the best ship ever. Yeah, and and um, and and the fact that they had Muppets as well. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of puppets. Yeah. Well, and Yoda, you know. Yeah. Um, well, my my mum got me into Star Wars. Uh, I actually can't remember a time without it. Like, I still have my 1987 VHS tapes. Um, at that's home. cool. Yeah. You need to digitise those and distribute them because the, the they're in a bad. Done it. Yeah. yeah, they're in a bad. I'm guessing they're probably in a bad way. Your VHS tapes. They were watched a lot, so maybe I don't know. They're My probably... friend has a VHS player. I should I should test it. Yeah, yeah, you should because they're not. They've they've recently announced that they're definitely definitely not going to re-release the See, originals. Sucks. Yeah, it does. You know, it does. And also, we live in a day and age of like unlimited space on things yeah. there is nothing to stop and you know dig- digitization of of media that you know you can do things like select different versions or you know have it as an extra happened, feature or... look at the the alien quadrilogy box set yeah. for instance you could watch the standard cinematic cut or you could watch the director's cut yeah which obviously the director's cut is better uh but it's the same with Star Wars. Like, why can't we have the pre-George Lucas spaffing CG and editing lines? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what I remember. I'm yeah. not a massive fan of the edits. I get that, yes, it would have been nice to update some of the graphics, but the graphics CG back then was not... N- no, great. and they look worse. Yeah, they actually do. Because, because you know, it's the Phantom Menace problem of, like... Uh, so I was talking with my dad... Um, uh, quite a while ago, and he was what he'd watched the prequels again um, on a plane, and I said, "Oh, the you know the computer graphics are terrible," and he said, "Well, but the time for the time they were, and that's all well and good, but they yeah. look terrible now. Yeah, they, they, they they just look terrible now. They did reinvent, you know, CG and, and mocap yeah. and stuff, which was great. You know, the prequels did 
did do that but yeah it does look i watched them i watched all three of them over the weekend actually trying to catch up before you know the release tonight but i, I can't just, do it I, can't. I i kind of felt i needed to just do it and they actually only start getting better come the third one yeah yeah mm. so i've got controversial opinions on that I mean, as in like acting and graphics and see my my like the fight on Mustafa. Yeah, but I don't like the fight on Mustafa. I find it less realistic than the fight fight on, uh, uh, you know, Jewel of Fates, the Naboo fight. Oh yeah, but that's a, that's a beautiful, isn't it? Very well it's, choreographed fight. Yeah, it's it's arguably well. Before The Force Awakens, I think it's possibly the best lightsaber fight. I, I actually, yeah, no, I think that it is. I think it's better. As the best lightsaber yeah. fight in all of Star Wars. And I think it's better than the Mustafa fight. Yeah. Because you've got all the, the, like, floating around on islands of lava, and it's like, yeah, yeah. it's the thing. That's the bit I hate about that. Like, yeah. The rest of it's great, but the whole, I'm going to stand on a droid hovering. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. So my controversial opinion is that. Actually, even though it's terrible, The Phantom Menace is the better of the... And by prequels, I don't mean including like Solo and a Rogue, and Rogue yeah. One. I mean the the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh, you've still got Puppet Yoda. Yeah, yeah, terrible Puppet Yoda, but Puppet Yoda, yeah, yes. Yeah, but at least it's a puppet. Yeah, you know. Um, you've got Jewel of Fates. Uh, the Gungan city underwater and that whole section when there's no that still holds fine. up it's still really it's pretty fine. it holds up I don't yeah I don't hate it I don't love it um, and Naboo, Naboo all the way through the um, the trilogy Naboo is beautiful oh yeah Naboo's great uh, and as, as we established earlier today Ewan McGregor is also beautiful um, yes. <laughs> and uh, arguably the best thing in all of the oh, trilogies I, th- I don't think that's even arguable like how how he adds a comedic flair to everything yeah but without making it super overt and he does a really good line in um in sort of getting the sense of what alice Gin- alec guinness did yes and i don't know what it is even um his accent the accent the english accent that he puts on like because don't forget he's it's scottish, scottish yeah. is very alec guinnessy yeah and actually he progresses obi-wan as a character you can mm. see that progression from young obi to middle-aged obi come you know return of the sith Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> See, that's how much that. Well, and it, yeah. well, know. no, but it was going to be. It was going to be Revenge of the Jedi. The last Return of the Jedi was initially going to be the Revenge of the Jedi. Yes, that's yeah. that's why they use Revenge yeah. of the Sith. So, um, anyway, we are getting a lot, slightly off topic because, uh, but but yeah, my controversial opinion is that um, Episode One is the better one of the prequel trilogy for various reasons so darth maul as well darth maul amazing darth maul and the prequels suffer from poor i mean there's palpatine and there's darth maul and then there's a real lack of good villains i mean grievous he could be good but he is sort of underserved and i know wasn't he was he in the clone wars i I never watched loads of the clone wars no he wasn't he just appears in the third one and is just there. In in um, the Clone Wars TV series, he plays a prominent role. Right. But I haven't watched much no. of that, sadly. I, I really should. Um, but other than that, in, in the movie canons... No, no, no he's he he's on for a minute. Yeah, yeah, in the movie canon. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and let's not talk about Dooku. Much as I love... Um, Christopher Lee as Legends. a he is a legend but he's unfortunately he has no place no I mean if it felt very shoehorned yeah let's put Christopher Lee in our film yeah anyway we were going to talk about so first of all we were going to talk about how we got into Star Wars how we got into Star Wars so how did you get into Star Wars so I got into Star Wars I can tell you exactly when I got into Star Wars I've got a very interesting way into Star Wars Do because tell. What happened? Please excuse. By the way, please excuse me. You may hear various meows and woofs from the menagerie that frequent my home, which is where we're 
um, where we're recording. Uh, so just ignore them. Uh, we do. Uh, so I went when the spe- so I actually didn't get into Star Wars until the special editions were released. Um, what happened was that I never, I actually somehow I'd never seen them before, and um, I was eleven years old in what was it ninety six ninety seven yeah I reckon um and I think it was ninety seven that they were released uh, it was definitely the end of the nineties yeah and my dad I wasn't feeling very well and my dad decided that we were gonna go to I don't even know why we were gonna go to the West End because I yeah. grew up in London. Uh, and go to the big Odeon cinema that's now the really overly expensive one, the one where they have premieres. Uh, yeah, I saw the last film there. It was beautiful. And it and it used to be, before they had an IMAX screen in the UK, it used to be the biggest screen in the UK. Yeah, it did. Yep. Um, so we went to see A New Hope on that screen. We had Chinese food beforehand, which has become somewhat of a tradition with my dad and I, is we have Chinese food and we watch... Star Wars um, at the cinema. I'm and... not trying to coax your cat onto my lap. No, I know you are. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I was so blown away. Like from the minute, it, it's amazing though to think that I was 20 years later, and yeah. the shot of the Star Destroyer and the, um, the Rebel Blockade Runner. Yeah, Blockade Runner. That's what it's called. All of that was still blowing my mind. Um, obviously, being female, Princess Leia was still oh yeah, just not only gorgeous but uh, you know an absolute so example a, to yeah. a young yeah, sort of tomboyish, strong, capable, powerful woman. Knew what she wanted, needed. <clears throat> it's great. Yeah, and uh, I I completely loved it. And 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 I at this point in my life, I just started secondary school, and I was socially awkward uh, uh nothing's changed now, i was less able to deal with my sort of social right. awkwardness <laughs> yeah exactly i think that's just called puberty but um <laughs> yeah so i sort of wanted and i was being quite badly bullied actually as well and i i found this world to retreat in and then a friend of mine got me into the uh the books yeah. the zan books the Jedi Academy books and things like that and I just was obsessed and I had the the special edition VHS tapes the ones that made the fart noise when you oh yeah the shiny yeah 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 Yeah. silver silver yeah because they really no I think they did in silver then re-released them in gold and with more edits oh god more edits and I think um it's funny because when the prequels came in uh I I thought it was my problem. I thought it was that I was too old for Star Wars. Yeah, no, because, I mean, yeah, all right, Star Wars, let's, you know, let's let's just deal with this now. Star Wars is for kids. It is for kids. Star Wars is about space wizards having laser sword fights. I love stuff for kids. Across space with, you know, Western smugglery types. Yeah, I think I was also. I think I was also of that age, that sort of early teenage, where you think you're, you're too old for everything. I don't think I ever got that. But that's oh, maybe because okay. I'm just a massive child. Yeah, yeah. So I started to try and be cool, <laughs> and I was too old for it. Uh, and then it's interesting because when the Force Awakens was about to come out, um, I went to the secret. First of all, I had a friend working. I, I'm an actor, and I had a friend working at the Secret Cinema. Nice. Empire Strikes back and i went and did that twice <laughs> what twice uh well i got discounted tickets in my defense, in your defense. Um, and i wanted to take people to see it because yeah. it was so cool yeah, yeah yeah and i remembered why i liked star wars so much and it sort of brought me back to my childhood again and then when the force awakens was released i was so trying to be i was trying to be like cautiously optimistic because i'd had my heart broken yeah as as tim would say in space i've been hurt (laughs) (laughs) um and i had been hurt another classic series that you should all go watch oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. with great star wars uh uh 
Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar. What is it? What does she say? The Oracle. Jar Jar Binks was a year ago. Yeah, Jar Jar didn't you? Didn't you like it? She goes. <laughs> didn't you like the Phantom Menace? Didn't you like it? Um, yeah, the Oracle. It's a. It's a pistol. That's two references. That yeah, in one. That's two. It's great because face is amazing. But yeah, so that's kind of my potted. Yeah, so when the Force Awakens came out, I was I was thrilled, and um, then I went to see the Last Jedi, the midnight showing, and I liked it. But we're going to come to that in a minute, and and now we're we are hours away from uh, watching the midnight showing of Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, so I. Literally, oh, sorry, my dog is just oh, grumbling in the background. <laughs> I, I, I literally grew up with Star Wars. Um, my mum and dad went to see it in the cinema. Uh, I think that was one of their first proper dates, actually, was going to see Star Wars. Um, so they had the 1987 VHS tapes, which were released the year I was born. Mm-hmm. So always had them in the house, and I just remember watching it all the time and I just fell in love with the story and the characters and the whole arc and then the, the good versus the bad Then mm. one of my dad's friends kids got too old so he's throwing all the toys out I've got original Star Wars toys that's at home. so cool um, then there was you Star- know how are you saying oh, I'm so jealous I'm so jealous I'm so <laughs> Yeah, I'm not got, supposed to swear, but there uh, we go. I've got um, Star Wars micro machines wow. as well because yeah, that's, that's... yeah, it's not it's not as cool. But, but the Kenner toys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. very cool. Uh, I've got. I've even got old Obi Wan Kenobi. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah, they're they're that's quite probably worth a bit. Yeah, I mean they're you know they don't have boxes because they're mm, all secondhand toys and there's bits missing, but a few of them have still got their bits, which nice. is good. Um, so yeah, no, I grew up with it, and then when, yeah, when they did the the digital remasters in the late nineties, me and my mum went to see it together. That's what we did. That's how we sort of bonded. Because as much as as she never would have said it then, she definitely admits it now. She's just as much of a fantasy geek that I am. She knows more about Game of Thrones than like anyone I know. It's ridiculous. I love it a bit. And then, yeah, I went to see them. I went to see you know, Phantom Menace. I think I was still, I think I was in secondary school, I think. I can't even remember when it came out. 2001? 2000? Phantom Menace was 99. Oh, Christ, was it? All right. Well, I was at, yeah. See, this is the thing. Like, you get you get to a certain point and, like... It all blurs into one. Yeah. I, I saw a thing recently, like, if you're, if you're born in the 80s, everything's only 20 years ago. Yeah. And then you realise that we're nearly... 20 years on from 20 years ago yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah um yeah we just had the 50th wait is that right 50th anniversary of Star Wars is that right 70, 80, 90. yes yes yep. I am right about that yeah yep. um so yeah I went to see them in the cinema with my mum again um I think we actually skipped school for a couple of them as well because you know it's important <laughs> religious reasons yeah religious reasons you know (laughs) I mean Jedi is a religion it is officially yeah well done guys congratulations (laughs) Um, you know a bit of a late congratulations but congratulations Um, and then obviously there was nothing for a very Uh, long time which you know I was okay with it's a bit sad played a lot of the games the original Star Wars Battlefront games the the computer games yeah the original ones not the new current first person whatever's um, and then you had, you know, Knights of the Republic. Yeah. Um, Couture. Yeah, and then, yeah, Couture. And then, oh, what was the last one? The MMO played that for ages. I literally watched Oh, Old Republic. Day. Yes, the Old Republic. I um, always wanted to play that. See, this is the other thing. I. Sadly, it's dying. The fan base is. Yeah. I've never played it. They've got five servers now. Right. Yeah. See, times. this is the other thing. I'm into games, but um, growing up, we. I, I, so you said about your mum being into kind of oh, geek yeah, stuff massive, yeah. my my dad is more my dad's a film buff oh. so he likes film so he also introduced me to Spielberg and Hitchcock and um, you know various other sort of auteur type yeah, yeah. Uh, movie makers you know George Lucas just being one of, of several but I think he doesn't have the 
geek. He's sort of cooler than me. <laughs> um, I'm more of a cool. yeah, but I'm more of a like open, like out and out geek. In that, like I, I, I really nerd about about stuff. I and mean, I think my to dad's be more fair, the first time I met you uh, was at a pub for a Halloween, and you were dressed as Ray. So yeah, 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 just, yeah, just a little bit, just yeah. a little bit geeky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, what was I? What else was I picking up about um, uh, your the, dad's? Not being as being um, We are about. We are two hours away from going to a midnight showing of um, Rise of the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and again, it, I'm I, I cautiously get it every time I see that trailer. By the way, yeah, agreed. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I really hate that title. Yeah, it's, it's kind of clumpy. Clunky. I know it's the end of the Skywalker saga, but. Unless it... Okay, every title has been specific to that episode and it basically tells you everything you need to know about it before you watch mm, it. Mm, mm. Maybe this reason. will. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So, Rise of the Skywalker? Okay, we all know that Leia does cop it in this one. I think that's been common knowledge because, bless her, our favourite person well, ever. I, mm, um, I, don't know, I don't know that you're right about that. I may be wrong. We'll find out. In a I, I mean, the, the, the reason... But Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Rest her. Rest her. I don't believe in God, but, you know... Nor did she. Well, yeah, exactly. So good. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a clunky title. It's a clunky title. It's totally clunky. It's clunky to say. It's also... Well, the theory is that they will, the Jedi will morph into a new order of kind of rather than being called Jedi, they will turn into something called Skywalkers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's a bit tooting your own trumpet. Well, it's not tooting your own trumpet, because it's, it's presumably Ray. but we, we wanted to... We, at the same time, we wanted to stay away with yeah, um, speculation. But, yeah, great. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's backtrack on this. We're not going to speculate. We're going to say it in two hours, and we'll exactly. report back at some point soon. And great. I know a lot of people have done a lot of speculating, oh, yeah. and I'm not a big fan of it, because I'm I think it just... speculating that it's going to be a Star Wars film, and there will be both stars and a war involved. Me too! Yeah, wow, amazing. <laughs> oh, and maybe, maybe a lightsaber or two. <laughs> there might be lightsabers. There might even be... Uh, Force powers. Oh, no, don't 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 push your boat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the last Jedi. The last Jedi is actually a very beautiful film. I think we both. I think we're both very unusual Star Wars fans in that we both like it. I don't hate it. I I do like it. I think I think it's. I think it's probably. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't really. I'm not really a person for ranking because yeah. I find that really complicated because in different scenarios I'll want different things from different Star Wars movies and different movies per se. So you saw the midnight showing? Yes. Where? At the same place we're going to see it, which okay. is the Crouch End Picture House. I saw it at the lovely theatre in Leicester Square where they do oh, the showing. Yeah, cool. Yet my uh, partner brought me super special tickets to, so we could sit in the really fancy leather seats. And I was in awe the entire time. Like... It wasn't until afterwards and I watched people's breakdown that I see all the nitty pickiness. And I was just yeah. like, really? I mean, yeah, okay, there were some bits that weren't, they felt shoehorned in, but a little bit. it did what it, what it meant to do. I, I had a similar feeling. I loved it when I saw it. And, and this is not a huge screen, but it's a very comfortable screen. This yeah. You'll see this movie that we're going to see at, the, the, the theatre that we're going to see it at. Um... I I was very impressed by the visuals. Um, I really liked it. I liked the fact that they were doing something different. And I think that's yeah. been the controversial thing. I, I don't want to see the same film over and over again. No, because let's be fair, they kind of have been, because that's the type of storytelling that it is. And yeah, and I, I want to see Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but I want to see it evolve. Um, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, I think... We can sort of safely say that the Milan, the Mandalorian can't actually say the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian uh, has been more popular among the people who didn't like. Yeah. Uh, the Last Jedi. And I think, while I like it, it is 
very it is quite safe it's it's ridiculously safe it's, it doesn't take risks okay I'm, I'm gonna go down a, a tiny tiny rabbit hole and and people may call me an sjw or whatever but this thing about the mandalorian is about a badass guy who goes around space world westing-y um lots of the complaints about the last jedi were oh there was female leads and this that, and the other yeah. and then you know there's a lot of controversy around that whereas yeah. the mandalorian you're right it's hundred percent safe because it it follows the main. It's, it's your traditional. Oh look, it's a male lead character who's and a very masculine things. male character. Oh, you know, he's a he's, he is the he's handsomest a, character on screen. He's a gunslinger. Without seeing his face, he's yeah. great. I, it's beautiful. Like just the opening scene in episode one, where he draws a pistol and does the duck down. Yeah, that's so such he's a John Wayne. Yeah. he's he really is. Um, Ben Yoda. I think it's and Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Uh, or the child, as he's actually called. Um, but you're right, it's safe. It, it is safe. It's safe, it's familiar. The themes are safe as well. You know, yeah. in The Last Jedi, there are themes of um, learning from mistakes. There are themes of should we... You know, it almost takes the prequels up on, you know, the Jedi were so... Yeah, bad. Um, narrow-minded yeah. i guess and we need to broaden our broaden our minds and isn't that just a nod to the audience well, going we need to broaden yeah. our minds well, it's like everyone going oh why was luke skywalker so grumpy and didn't do bugger all well because you know what he's an old guy everything's gone wrong he's been mucked over so many times but also it's it's that's learned things. that's theme and variation that's yeah. that's look at you look at yoda look at obi-wan all Jedi's get disillusioned. Yoda's uh, line is, what was it, always the biggest lessons we learn from our biggest failures? Yeah, yeah, learning from our failures, exactly. Um, and whereas in episode three, very end, he says, failed I have, going mm. to exile I must. Mm. I hadn't which, even that. Which shows character progression in him mm. as well. And he then says that to Luke. And one of the things he says in Luke's training montage on Dagobah is about failures mm. so it's it's growth and change in the mm. characters which is good yeah. which is needed actually because what a lot of people who complained about in fact just complained about the new trilogy in general we're all the fans of it are all quite old now of the original yeah. star wars and let's be fair the older you get people tend to get stuck in their ways and don't like new things so yeah. it's not and it's, it's not really for us as much it's it's they're trying to ushering a new generation of people to like star wars because it's been so long since there was a star wars so they're trying to appeal to a newer generation who like and appreciate things differently to what we might have done when we were younger and uh as people get older you're saying as people get older they get a bit sort of stuck in their ways also people get grumpier yeah yeah they do and luke can't stay a wide-eyed teenage fanboy forever because he ages and that wide-eyed teenage fanboy becomes jaded especially with what what's happened you know it's you know kylo ren is vader all over again just about it's and 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 then again that's nephew yeah and it's the argument of nature nurture is that within him you know this is this is suffers from major depression he's basically caused helped cause the next empire mm. to appear when he did so well to end it in the first place. Yeah. I'd be pretty grumpy yeah. if I had, excuse my language, that badly. Yeah. The, there's that, um, I, I think, I think you're right. And again, you know, I know you were reluctant to bring gender politics into it and, you know, you might have noticed we're two women. Mm-hmm. So, we maybe have a oh no it's gonna happen at some point no the sjw's are here um but (laughs) yes we are Mm -hmm. um it's you know people again people complain that that uh ray is a mary sue so is luke yeah i mean but except but, but you know luke's got something else in between his legs that's basically it but but people don't call male protagonists at who where everything goes right for them. No, Mary sees. Of course they don't. And and I say They're everything heroes. goes right. They're heroes. Exactly. Exactly. I don't I I don't mind again, I don't really mind people calling uh characters Mary Well and also I don't think Mary Sue came from Star Trek fan fiction. Oh. 
Oh, did you not? Do you not know? No, this? no, no. Tell okay, me, tell so, me, tell me. so, and for those who also don't know, yeah, people don't know. Uh, Mary Sue came from a Star Trek fan fiction, and it was written by a woman who did a sort of self-insert character who she created to be a female yeah, 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 yeah. Star Wars fan fiction writer, uh, Star Trek, Star Trek fan fiction writer, and the character was literally called Mary Sue. That's oh. why where it comes oh. from, and. Uh, you know, she had like very interesting coloured eyes and, you know, interesting coloured hair and she yeah. was the best at everything and she was the youngest this and the youngest that. But that's how people write stories. That's, that's, that's the, the hero's the hero in every character there's But that's the hero's special... journey. Yeah, that is that yeah, hundred percent. Like you, you take any any story, any book with a protagonist, regardless of gender, and they'll always be somehow magically good at the thing that needs to be done to stop the blah. It's and Luke Skywalker, fine. it's Harry Potter. It's always been Luke. Go back and watch it. He's some stupid little farm kid who doesn't know bugger all, who it's... then gets shoved into a thing and is magically good with the Force and somehow yeah. manages to blow up the... Da- yeah, it's all just... And again, people then say, oh, but he, you know, you find out he's... he's uh, Darth Vader's son and that's why he's good with the Force. But then... You know, Darth Vader he had didn't this whole. Train him. Darth Vader was fully trained. No, no, no. As in, it's genetic. Oh yeah. Um, that's what people. That's what people like to say. But, but, you know, again, yeah. we're talking about. You know, we're talking about kids, space wizards. Well, kids. this is it. It's space wizards in space having laser sword fights with pew pew blasters every now and again. That's what it is. It's. It's not. No, George Lucas did not go, oh, well, the reason why he's good with the Force is because of this. No, George Lucas said, here's a young man who's, who who is, you know, Arthur. He is King he, Arthur. Yeah, basically, yeah, he is and, King Arthur. And, and Obi-Wan is Merlin. And, yeah, yeah, he is. And he yeah. draws the sword out of stone. Yeah, um, to fight off the Mordreds. You know, yeah. if anyone's Mary Sue, King Arthur is very much a Mary Sue. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. But yeah, so And so is so is Buffy, so is you know yeah. So yeah, of course Ray's gonna be seen as a Mary Sue and like or any other female character. Because let's be honest, most of the, the the slag was on or most prominent and well heard about stuff was on about the female So Rose, yeah. for instance, um is Mary No The I've Actress got it wrong, the actress. Uh it'll come to me. Um well you know, she had to delete a Twitter account yeah. and all the rest of it because of all the online bullying. And part of that was racist too. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course it was because, you know, racist. Um, God forbid somebody Asian should be a character that has any level of self-determination or because yeah. they should be meek, Our lovely general and everyone going, oh, she was crap, she made the plan crap and then she just rams a ship into them. Yeah, well, she had a bloody good plan. Yeah. Granted, she probably could have like told people about it and maybe they wouldn't have caused Poe to be a douche canoe but you know oh do you mean um holdo yes i something occurred to me the other day about holdo and leia um so leia princess leia is played as we all know by carrie fisher carrie fisher is uh the daughter of oh my gosh what's her name from um singing in the rain um did you not know this no yeah. I know that so her she's... daughter is then in there as a cameo character. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Billy Lord yeah. um, is her daughter's name, but I can't remember what her mother's name is, and people are going to be screaming at this screen. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely, I can't because think... we're doing this without looking at the internet. Cause, yeah, yeah. And, and also my knowledge of classic movies is less than my knowledge of... Well, classic as in, you know, 1950s yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than... I don't think you've ever watched 1970s. it. Have you never seen it? Shh. Okay. I anyone, guys. I won't tell you. Her father was also an actor. You know, she is... She was... Hollywood loyalty, yeah, uh, royalty. She, you know, so she's Princess Leia, but she's oh, yeah, also she Hollywood. Definitely was not royalty. loyal to Hollywood. <laughs> no, very much not. Um, uh, Lee, what's her name? Lee, um, uh, the Lee. actress who plays Dunham? No. no, not Lena Dunham. That's somebody else. That's from, somebody else. Um, she, Laura Dern. Yes. Laura Dern. Her name is Laura Dern. Um, she is also a similar sort of. She, she is. Oh, she's a very Hollywood character. No, but she's also Hollywood loyal, royalty. Yeah. She's also uh, the I I didn't realize this, and I I can't remember who her mother and father were. Um, Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran I'm is Rose. Very sorry for getting that wrong. No, that's okay. I'd forgotten her name too. Um, uh, yeah, it's Laura Dern. Yeah, Laura Dern. Um, 
she's also Hollywood royalty. And so if you think about their casting, they're supposed to be pretty similar characters. Yes, they are. It's to, to a certain extent, Leia hands the baton somewhat to... Well, you expect Leia to hand the baton don't, to... Don't mind the Bamford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're supposed to be sort of two sides of the same coin. And the idea is you're supposed to think that Leia's going to hand the baton to her, but, but she doesn't because she yeah. gets killed off. Spoiler alert. Um, I think two years later, that's not necessary. It's not really a spoiler, <laughs> but, but guys, you know what? Spoilers. So, yeah, it's interesting that people love Leia, but hate Holdo. Uh, to be honest... Everyone hates all the new characters but loves all the old characters. Yeah. Because they just can't move forward. Well, and people love people hated Ewoks and people hated you know, I was watching something the other day about when Empire Strikes Back came out, people railed against it because it was doing something yeah. so different than the original Star Wars. We all think Empire Strikes Back, the epitome of the best sequel ever. I mean it's one of it's probably it's probably up there one of my favourite films oh, ever. Definitely. And and I love it, and it's a great film. But the fans at the time were like, "Wait, what? Yeah. Darth Vader is Luke's father. What is all this? Oh, yeah, you know, Lando. Who is this Lando person? We don't oh, like Lando. I love Lando. Yeah, of course we love Lando now. Billy D. Williams. And he and he's back in uh, Rise I of Skywalker. Know. I'm so excited. And actually, um, and he's come out as um, Danny Glover playing young him was oh, actually spot on. Hot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donald Glover, not Danny Glover. Also, oh no, he's apparently he also came out as non-binary. Billy D. Williams, that is. Oh yeah, not, he has. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think we agree that that the, the Last Jedi was good. Um, Visually beautiful. Like it's a bit too long. It, if I had a criticism, yeah, it's slightly actually, too long. And too people long. don't like Canto Bite. I think it's cute. I think it's. It did feel shoehorns. A little and bit. I feel it would have worked. If it had been, yeah, if it had a bit more, it just kind of felt a bit rushed. It didn't feel like it had lots of filling. It didn't feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, think it was. Let's chuck in a thing because we need a bloke to do a thing. And that's that. It's great if it had more, um, yeah, more structure, more filling and not just felt a bit chewed in. Yeah. Additionally, Canto Bite comes up in the one of the few new novels that I've read um oh, cool. Star Wars is it Star Wars Bloodlines um which Leia, is canon it is canon yeah. Yeah, it's new it's new yeah. it's new it's a new book so it is canon um it and Holdo comes up as well basically uh Bloodlines is about it's the period between uh The Force oh. Awakens and Return of the Jedi oh. and it's when Leia Basically, Leia goes for the top job in the uh, New Republic, yeah. and finds it's quite interesting because it's quite an, an analogy for sort of the um, the US uh, twenty sixteen election. Yeah. Her opponent finds out that she's actually Darth Vader's daughter, which she hasn't come out about. And then, and her. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's you know, it's it's her emails, but but. Her daddy, yeah, uh, and it and it's quite it's quite good. But she goes to Canto Bight on like a secret mission. I can't quite remember why even. And and they mention Holdo being a, a friend, kind of a fellow politician, who's kind of on her side. Um, so yeah, so yeah. that's quite interesting. But that might have been, yeah. But it probably wasn't. That I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing the film came before the book. Yeah, probably. The, the book was released before the film, but the film would have come before the book. Well, and, and people who get upset about Hoff Defence Mark Two, come on, that salt is oh, beautiful. Oh, it's such a beautiful... We still can't remember what that planet's called. No, I'm, I'm going to do that. You're going to Google it. Yeah, I'm um, use the force. Uh, you're welcome to interu- interrupt me with the name of that planet. I will, at trust your, me. At your will. So we're going to talk about the fact that I returned... Crate. Crate! Thank yeah. you very much. Crate. Thank you very much. Which you is know nice. What? They held themselves up in a very well defended crate. And also they've got a bit of like World War One trenches going on, which is quite cool. Yeah, actually, you know what, as a defensive fortress goes, if they didn't have the Death Star grade ram, which they made, so the, the ram they used yeah. was built off old Death Star tech. Mm. Uh, if they didn't have yeah, that Kyber crystals. The rebels would have been fine. Ah, yeah, it's, it's Kyber Crystal. Of course it's Rogue Kyber one. Crystal. Rogue One. Um 
yeah, so so I've just uh, last a week ago today. I'm still jet lagged. I I got back from California, um, yes, and I went. Edge. Yeah, I went to the US for various reasons, but one of the reasons why I went to the US is uh, because my name is Ashley, and I'm both a general Disney sort of park geek and a which is more recent than my Star Wars geek. Nerd. So I I I the the only time I'd ever been to Disneyland was. Um, Disneyland California that is I was taken there once when I think I was under two years of age wow. uh, I've never been across the pond yeah oh well yeah. I should explain I have I, my dad's from the US so yeah. it's slightly more I've spent most of my life being dragged back and forth and you know I know I'm aware it's not the best thing for the environment um, genuinely did, total segue nothing to do with Star Wars but genuinely did look up what it would cost me to um Take a, a uh, freight, particularly. Oh wow! Uh, and the answer is a lot, and it would take a long time. And unfortunately, I both don't have the money, and All don't the have the money that I can give up. The time that I can give up that because I need to make yeah. money, because <laughs> because the animals don't feed themselves. Um, <laughs> so I went to Galaxy's Edge, and. Uh, I loved it, and I'm sitting here with a lightsaber, my custom-made lightsaber clipped to my belt. It is very cool. I'm I'm very happy with my my purchase. Tell me, though. tell me about your specific lightsaber and how you built it. My lightsaber is um. So if you Google online, you can look at the different types of lightsabers that they offer at Galaxy's Edge. I think we found out there's four, four of them. Four different types. Um, and mine is the Elemental Nature lightsaber main reason why i wanted it was because it has a massive great big rancor tooth at the hilt which is cool beans um it also has some nice like swirly quirly tim burtony patterns on the how did you acquire your rancor tooth oh yeah so while i was building it so if you don't know at galaxy's edge um the lightsaber building experience it's sort of covert because the idea is that the the first order have landed on the planet and are sort of taking it over so they don't particularly want kylo ren to know uh what you know the people are building lightsabers so when you go and build one they don't say it's lightsaber building and if you say you're lightsaber building they'll go shh it's scrapped metal it's scrap metal um so and it's a whole experience. It's almost like immersive theatre. And and being being an actor myself, I that I love it. I just eat it up. I I am, by the way, listeners, incredibly jealous of everything that I've been shown. We, you need to come. Some Somehow you need to come. Yeah, Somehow sell just sell a kidney. And there was about thirty grand on the black market. That would do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and, and listeners, I would recommend selling a kidney to go to Galaxy's Edge. You only if you need, need one. If you yeah. only have one, find a willing donor. Yeah, so so basically they pull out these drawers um, and you can see which kinds of styles you can build. And then for each of the, the four styles... So let's just talk about the four styles. Yeah, well, you, so you've got... Did Luna food. did some Googling. Uh, so we have Peace and Justice, which is salvaged scraps from fallen Jedi temples and crashed starships in these Republic-era designs on the galaxy's former guardians. They're so quite classic, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. And you've got Power and Control, which are originally forged by Dark Side Warriors. Mm. This style features rumoured remnants from the Sith homeworld and abandoned temples. So they're the Dark Side ones. Elemental Nature, which is yours, which is theme embodies the Force, an energy created by all living things. Like bylark trees, Cartusian whalebone, and rancor teeth. Whee. And then you have protection and defence. Hilt materials bear mysterious motifs and inscriptions that reconnect users with the ancient wellspring of the Force. So they've got all these different designs, um, and for each section, the the lightsaber ha- comes in. I think it's. Uh, one, two, three, four, five sections. Yes, you got the main body. Yeah, the yeah. switch, the two sort of intermediate pieces, the hilt and the the sort of the, the pommel. The, yeah, pommel. Thank yeah. you. Uh, you get like two of each of those, but the intermediate pieces are are uh, 
you can mix and match basically um so so there's quite a lot of you you really feel like you're getting something slightly special um but also the whole process of building them um you also choose your kyber crystal which you load into your lightsaber which you can then buy additional kyber crystals to change the color of your lightsaber which is kind of the coolest thing ever um but your rank or two you told me a particular oh yes story. sorry yeah. when i was when i was building it um the the cast member who was building it sorry the jedi master the the scrap builder i don't think they call themselves jedi i think they call themselves scrap scrap probably scrap builders founders yeah. f- fra- f- foragers ah. scrap foragers um they said uh i said oh, i was talking to somebody next to me about the fact that i love the tooth and um the, the the forager said, um, oh, well, you know, we found this rag core and he had tooth decay. And you can see there's sort of um, cracks in the tooth and that's uh, in a non-law sense, in a, in a practical sense, that's to make sure the sound can come through from the speaker in the hilt yeah. of the blade. Um, oh, well, you know, you can see uh, he had a toothache, so we extracted his tooth for him. And I just... <laughs> I just had this really funny <laughs> mental image of like you know rancor is... dentistry done by scrap. I mean, but but would it be foragers. another rancor in a dentist mask? No, no, dentist no, no, no. Or Would it just be like a bunch of scrap people yeah. like trying to pry out this tooth from a rancor? But I love the idea of him in a dentist chair and with the like the mouth. That's really funny, and that just made me giggle. And just things like that. There's lots of like in-world stuff. Um, it was my birthday while I was out there. And um, I was saying to Luna how uh, somebody pointed to my birthday pin and said, uh, oh, happy Origin Day. And I said, Origin Day? I don't know about, I know about Wookiee Life Day. I don't know about Origin. I know that was recently. I don't know what Origin Day is. And they pointed to my pin again and went, Origin Day, it's the day you originated. And I just thought, I thought that was lovely. And uh, what was hello? Uh, Bright suns. And goodbye was? Uh, Till the spike. Because, so at Galaxy's Edge... You are on the planet of Batu, and the village you're in is called Black Spire Outpost because there's spires. Which is a very cool place. They've put in Beautiful. so much detail and time and effort. It's, yeah, check out. There's lots of YouTube videos. Yeah, loads of them. Um, so I've got a question for you. Go for it. From the stuff that I've shown you from the various photos and videos. And yes. Bits and pieces that I've shown you. What is the thing that you've found most surprising that I've shown you about Galaxy's Edge? Surprising? I mean, the fact that they've built a full-size Millennium Falcon. It's pretty cool. And, you know, me commenting about my jaw would be on the floor and you going, my jaw is on the floor yeah. whilst filming this, which is... Yeah, yeah we, I showed Luna a little clip that the, I filmed. The cantina and all the little knickknacks yeah. the, and all the lore bits. Like, you've got all the different helmets from the different eras mm. from the troopers up on one of the walls. The droid build section with just a droid. But, like, the, the whole place, the level of detail, I would be like a kid in it a candy awesome. store who's had too much sherbet... Because, yeah, I'd be lost. I, I wouldn't want to leave. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I know, it was hard. And and then and then I had other things that I wanted to do, like Haunted Mansion Holiday and really Guardians I mean, of the Galaxy. General, like, oh, my God, yes, I want to no, go yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I had to leave... I had to leave Batu, uh, uh, Black Spire, and bear in mind I went to Disneyland, so I haven't ri- ridden um, ride, Rise of the Resistance, which is the second... Um, ride that very very recently opened in florida i was gonna say was that out when you went no just uh no whilst i was there oh really but it was in florida and i was in california Ah, there you go it opened in world and it's opening inland disneyland in california uh in the new year the same ride exactly the same ride um and i still hope that i i'm still hoping that that's the ride that they're going to bring to uh paris because they are going to bring build a a smaller galaxy's edge and they're going to build apparently one ride as long as i can build a lightsaber i don't care i'm sure because that's a license to print money as far as they're concerned well it it really is i mean that they are so when you look at the pictures of them online they look they reminded me at the time of like the old plastic lightsabers you could buy in a shop 
But they have some heft. They have some really nice heft. Well. They're, they're, That's the thing that surprised me about them. Well, they're 3D printed parts, clearly. Or they, they're originally 3D printed. They're mass produced yeah. parts. But they're high quality. Mm. The detail is good. The fact that they install... The fact that you put the kyber crystal yeah. into the hilt and I it liked. doesn't power up with, with or without it. But also... but also It that senses the colour as well. It senses the colour... It, it senses when it's in there, which we, we had a whole conversation, a whole, this, just the nerdiest conversation about trying to understand how the kyber crystals work because they don't have metal connectors on them. Magnets. I'm going with magnets. Yeah. Luna went with magnets. I was I was initially Someone going in with... in the comments, tell us. Yeah. I was initially going with RFID tags, um, but I think they would be, have to, I think they would be less... They, you have to get it on the plate must, and then it makes a noise and lights up. It must be like a, a control chip. I think you're right. That because obviously magnets are used a lot now for transferring, so it doesn't quite transfer data, I don't think. No, I'm not too sciencey, but the fact that you know you pick the color kyber crystal, you put it in the hilt, the rest of the circuitry knows what color that yeah. is. So there must be a chip in the crystal that then something in the hilt reads. So that might the color, be R- that might be RFID and then, tags, and then all the control is already in the hilt. And that determines the colour. Because even when you put the blade in, the blade then corresponds with the colour of the kyber crystal. But if you change the kyber crystal to blue, then it all goes blue. So there's, it's it very might be, interesting. It, so that might be... So RFID, if, for those who don't know, RFID tags are the same things that they use in Oyster cards. That could very well be it. Um, so, yeah, now I'm thinking... Because I was, I was going down your way of thinking with the magnets, but actually then I didn't think about the colour yep. factor. And maybe that is RFID. So if somebody knows, can they please put us out of them, our misery? Yeah, because we're going to go insane otherwise. Uh, it's now 10.30 at night. And, and GMT we... time. Greenwich Mean time. I'm really glad uh, last time with the three hours of The Last Jedi, it was, I didn't get home till like four at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get home today till three, four. But um, this time it's only an hour and 20. No, two hours hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Thank you. Thank you, JJ Abrams. Much as I love you, um, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Much as I love you, Ryan Johnson, I really want to see Knives Out as well, which is his new film, which is supposed to be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, So, yes. So we're going to finish up there. Thank you very much for listening to our rambles of our first ever podcast. Yeah. And uh, for record, we are... Uh, I am Luna. And I'm Ashley, and we are Tuscan Talk Radio. Radio.